hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention. Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Oh my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone boy and Phoenix. I don't know, phone boy. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. That's true. And welcome to episode 59 of The Lotus Effect, the, the little podcast that could and the show that's made up. And the, you know, no, the content doesn't matter either. And uh, they tell me that I'm phone boy. So we finally <laughs> met the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah! And as long as I'm still sober, I'll still be Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. And in case you haven't figured it out yet flying by the seat of our pants here folks and you know we're just a you know we're just a you know two uh two tards we're just uh, a low budget you know, podcast yeah a low budget podcast two two, two tards trying to live a kick-ass life and we are living a kick-ass life as evident by the snacks and the libations that i brought up from the kitchen and my mom is being an awesome sous chef for me tonight she's actually trimming my vegetables who sounds kinky Uh, So that I can make a real simple, real easy dinner in my electric skillet and feed this wonderful man that claims to be phone boy. Yeah. And um, yeah, um, we are. And so I have a I have a clip to introduce uh, today's uh, today's topic, of course, because I do. Salt, the bedrock of modern civilization and a key resource that not only shaped our nation, but remains as vital to its very existence as ever. I love listening to micro oh my god i could literally listen to that man read the phone book his voice is so sexy and so is he i mean let's just yeah, be he's, he's i mean yeah I mean, he's a man's man and even as a man i'm sure you can agree he's, he's a good looking, looking. Guy. i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna deny that yeah no homo yeah so um so yeah today we're gonna debunk yet another modern health myth um and it's a fact that salt is bad for you now probably that it, 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 it's actually quite essential um and there's there's a lot of mixed messaging around it and you should probably be eating more of it in general, although maybe not the kind you're thinking. Um, but like everything in the diet, of course, that quality matters. And so... Well, uh, you know, honestly, you know, there is a saying about someone being worth their salt. And uh, if you find us worth our salt, you can always uh, spread the value for value. You can call and leave a voicemail, 253-237-3321, and tell us what your favorite ice cream is. And you know, Ernestine is not standing by. Yes, of course, Ernestine is not standing by, because there's a, there's also not a clip standing by either. One ringy dingy. Two ringy dingy. See, that's later that's in the right. script. That's well, why I wasn't yeah, ready Yeah, see, for it. I'm, I'm fucking with your script. Yeah, breaking you, the balls. Breaking uh, the balls. Of course, of course she is, and you know, we, we have a clip for that. Breaking the balls, breaking the balls. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, if you want to be part of this whole value for value giving back, you can call 253-237-3321. Tell us your favorite ice cream. You can also join us in the chat at lotuseffect.chat. And if you're listening to us on the No Agenda stream after we're done with the show and you want to keep the party going, you can go to lotuseffect.stream and you'll be able to hang out with the cool kids in Studio 33 later. But... 
to also give us some value for value. You know, there is those Fiat Fun coupons and those Satoshis that I love to splash the walls with for boosting the song requests yeah. in Studio 33 that I want. Yeah, so you want to. You two can play along. Yeah, so are you going to read your song requests? Um, sure. Why don't, why don't, you I'll, let you, I'll let you do that uh, this time. Since... Well, aren't you just so kind? Well, so, isn't that special? <laughs> that's, oh, we should still get that clip. But, anyways. Yeah, so the first thing I boosted was a 3333 for some strange magic for the very cross-faded Phoenix because I was very cross-faded. Last week was the week I took on that 17% ABV beer that tasted like liquid molasses. Ugh, never again. And then, you know, for all those out there who were kind of getting on my shit, I requested some haters by Todd Recall for 3333. And then to double down on the Todger call, another 3333 for get low. And then we rounded it out with putting some Kesha and Pitbull on doing timber for 3333. Yeah. And um, yeah. And. That's what we, how we've been getting most of our booster rams lately is in the, is in the after party. Um, so yeah, you can you can do it then. Or you can do it anytime you're listening. In fact, uh, we um, I was looking on the I was I was looking on um, where I have all the notifications come in. Uh, we were get, we we were getting uh, uh, satoshis while people were listening uh, overnight. That um, is so cool and, to think that people are putting us in their ear holes overnight. Yeah, they must, makes they, me they feel kind of dirty. Yeah, they must. They, well, they must really need to sleep or something. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> fears! Are you saying we put people to sleep? We do. I don't know. <laughs> that implies we bore them. Yeah. Well, I highly can, doubt that's the case. If I can hit the button. Ah. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Yeah. Yes, we're we're fully aware of the fact that our pedal heads speak jive. They understand all the bullshit that comes out of our mouths, and they appreciate it because they do give us monthly donations, and they do make sure that we know the love. Yeah, we do, and uh, yeah. So um, if you want to get in on this party, uh, if, and if you and if you have a podcast app that does not have a boost button, well, get a better one. Just take off all your clothes like uh, we podcast, and go to nudepodcastapps.com um, and uh, and find yourself a better podcasting app. Um, and yeah, also we have this for this week's uh, for this week's topic for our refire or voicemail segment. Uh, uh, how? What's your favorite ice cream flavor? And the reason why we chose that is because uh, rock salt is actually a, a um, an ingredient in ice cream. So um, that is uh, yeah, it seemed to be appropriate. And when we when we do the menu votes, that's uh, the you, sometimes the menu item has something to do with the with the, with the with the actual topic, and sometimes it doesn't. That time it happened to line up pretty well. So yeah, it um, lined up really great. And and when it won. And Phone Boy reminded me what that menu item represented. I was like, oh, shit, how are we going to tackle this? But I'll tell you what, I think we kicked its ass. And honestly, Phone Boy is the one who did it. I had another week of not being able to get a solid start on doing my shit. It was all about the money, 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 because it is the holiday season. And I'm trying to pull out of debt, as we all are. I refuse to go into debt for Christmas, so, you know. Exactly. So, um yeah, so I have a piece of feedback here. Um, so this was uh, this was posted to to the to the uh, pedal to, or to uh, to No Agenda Social by uh, Sir A One Sauce and Dame Bully Steve made us aware of it, um, and I've got it in the notes here. So um, so is a is a is a screenshot from Instagram with 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 what looks like a lady, sort of a bare bottomed lady, or well, she she's not wearing pants, but she is wearing panties, um, and she's on a um, and she is uh, well. Laying on a uh, laying on what looks like a statue, uh-huh. um, and the, the caption says something along the, along the following: 
Victor Nora's grave in, in Pere Lachaise Cemetery by Patrick McGaugh, 1984. Noir is perhaps more famous for his death than grave and grave than work. He was a journalist who was shot dead. The grave consists of a full-size bronze statue of the man lying down as he was just shot. The statue became a fertility symbol. The story says that those who kiss the statue on the lips leave a flower in Victor's hat and rub the genital area will find themselves with enhanced fertility, a great sex life, or find a husband within one year. The lips and trousers bulge on the grave are noticeably shiny from people kissing and rubbing them. In 2004, a fence was built around the grave to prevent women from touching the statue, but after many protests, it was taken down. And if you actually look at the pictures in the show notes, we'll put them in the show notes if you're... Um, but uh, but yes, the, these pictures are, are something else. Maybe I'll even upload them uh, while we're, to those who are listening live. You can see what I'm talking about here. Um, although I'm not sure how... I don't, though I'm not sure how I'm going to do that because I'm Talk about into, rubbing the patina off. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so yeah, but you look at these pictures, there's something else. I guess I'll find... I can find the post from Surrey once I was in maybe i will share that instead because that is that is something else. yeah when i when i saw that i was like are you kidding me dude how much how much i'm not even gonna get that i can't even say it and that's something for phoenix not to be able to say something but what yeah the hell yeah is, isn't that something y'all i mean seriously i think and, uh, how much yeah like Damn. Yeah. So, so I put it. Yeah. So I put, I put a link in. Oh, that probably. Yeah. And hopefully that'll work for y'all. If it doesn't, let me know. But um, I put it in the chat, and I'll I will have actual pictures in the show notes. Um, so, uh, so there we go. But yeah, that was that's something else. Uh, I had to I had to share that just because. Yeah. There's a. Uh, yeah. You can tell where women. Uh, you know, rub. I guess. Uh, you know. Okay. I, I'll I'll put it out there. I I want you know to manage to have a a baby with you but i ain't riding some statues junk for to increase the fertility odds hell no there are limits to what shit i will do yeah exactly <laughs> well i hear you but uh, anyway whatever whatever feedback you send us however you send it to us just do us a favor we don't want your shit please, please don't send us your shit, shit. Well, except, that's right. Well, at least at least not don't literal send blankets. Shit. Don't send water. Just throw cash. Yeah, we we, we like the cash. But anyway, so um, and and also boost me, bitch. I forgot that's right. As saith the Podfather, feel free to boost us. We love satoshis and bitcoins and all that crypto gobbledygook. We are bought in. Sir Spencer has made us believers. Yeah, we, we yeah. Uh, can't play that. Anyway. <laughs> <I don't laughs> you know what? I, That'd be cool to have a little clip of his uh, on-chain, off-chain yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, I exactly. do love I that could, song. You'd probably get it. Alright. So, um, alright, why don't we get started here? And um, Yeah, I'm sure they're tired of hearing us vamp enough. Yeah, exactly. So let's get started. And so, um, when we talk about salt, whether it, it, we're, we're talking about a mineral compound uh, composed primarily of sodium chloride. So, uh, you know, and um, yeah, and a sodium and chloride CL, a chemical compound belonging to the larger class of salt. Salt in the form of natural crystalline uh, mineral is known as rock salt or, or halite, I guess is how you say that. Salt is present in vast quantities in seawater, and the open ocean has uh, roughly about 35 grams uh, of solids per liter of seawater, so a salinity of about 3.5%. Um, salt is essential for life in general, and it's one of the Phone basic... Boy. Human taste. It, it's actually called halite. Halite. Uh, halite. Okay. Like hal, like H A L. Okay. And then light, Keep like the shit's lit. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, do you think if you think you can do better, then go then go right ahead. 
That's only because you don't like hearing your own voice. <laughs> no, proceed. I just thought it was necessary for a proper pronunciation. Yes, exactly. It's the science geek in me. Yeah. Oh, God, speaking of being right, here comes Sir Bemrose. Oh, there you go, exactly. Um, <laughs> so salt, yes. Uh, and, and yes, I know Sir Bemrose is here to throw salt. It's, and it's essential for life in general. It's one of the- Salt, shade, yeah. shit. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of the oldest and most ubiquitous food seasonings and is known to uniformly improve the taste and perception of food, right? So uh, salting, brining, and pickling are ancient and important methods of food preservation. And much like sauerkraut, we currently have fermenting in the crock on the counter, we actually, which, we act, which, yes, we actually do, right? Yes, you, we do. This that, is some, was, this is, this is that was something you, I added to the notes because, uh-oh. you know, we talked about your keeping your damn thumb away from the cabbage and ah, and that boo-boo you have. Yes. Yes, which we talked about the fact that was in the process of making sauerkraut, which literally is just some cabbage and salt and you let it ferment and then it's a delicious, wonderful, naturally healthy food. You could even maybe deign to call it a one ingredient food since technically the salt is only used for the fermentation process and yes it does leach into the cabbage but ultimately it's just cabbage that's been salted that's right it is yeah it's definitely um yeah I'm, i i've i've watched it made hell i participated in it and probably yes, you even did. probably a little blood sweat and tears went in there um <laughs> yes so but um, good news christmas eve is the first check to okay. see how it is progressing Aha. so we will test its saltiness or, you know, sourness, as it were. Exactly. And uh, we'll keep y'all posted. That's right. Um, you know, these days, uh, people typically uh, use canning and artificial refrigeration to preserve food. Um, and prior to wide availability of refrigeration over the last you know, century or so, um, salt has been the best known food preservative, especially for meat, for many thousands of years. And now, that is something I haven't done yet. I have not salt cured meat, but I will tell you that I am 100% wanting, once we have like, you know, our own house and our own area where we're not in a, you know, uh, what do you call it? a uh, structured place with an owner's association or whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know. yeah, exactly. No governing body telling me that I can't have a smokehouse in my backyard, ultimately. That's when I will mess with salt curing and things of meat. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. Cohab- yeah, cohabitation, I'm, I'm, shared housing. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm kind of one of those, uh, you know... Yeah, when we're out of pioneer like people, yeah, exactly. not to be mistaken for pioneer woman that heifer from Oklahoma who I can't fucking stand, who's famous, who thinks that everything she does is just so great. I've tried her recipes. I've tried making her recipes. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It needs so much peeking and tweaking. She should just keep her smiling over bite off the television. Yeah. Not that I watch television anymore, but you know, that's my salty rant. Oh, wow. By the way. Yeah, during Toast and Jam, there's going to be another salty rant about uh, the price of groceries. Um, oh, my. Mm, well, yeah, because you just went to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, any, anyway, um, so, yeah, there's a reason we're, uh, we're we're filling our freezer and canning and all kinds of stuff. Um, well, that and it's healthier. I mean, yeah. we constantly talk about things like one-ingredient foods and, you know, species-appropriate diet for the meat that you're consuming and things like that. Canning... My vegetables, the few vegetables that we actually consume that aren't starch or whatever, yeah, I really like knowing that there's not a chemical preservative all up in that thing. All it is is water and salt and vegetables. Or maybe if it's tomatoes, citric acid, because the new breed of tomato that they've come out with, they've bred out the natural acidity in tomatoes. So ultimately, the seeds that you get nowadays are varieties that actually need citric acid put in when you can them just just a little hint for your, all you homesteaders out there 
So, I mean, I can I can live with citric acid because it's a natural compound. Whereas, you know, shit that I can't pronounce, as you've heard us talk about, if you don't know how to pronounce it, if you don't know what it is, you probably shouldn't be putting it in your mouth or your body. There you go. Um, so, um, yeah, we, salt production goes back to uh, 6,000, yeah, to roughly 6,000 BCE. And, and there's a uh, there's an excavation in uh, Poyana, uh Slatene, Lucena, Romania, and then there's also one in uh, in uh, let's see, uh, Zhikchi Lake near the Jiangcheng in uh, in Shanxi, China, going going back to that time frame as well. Now, um, um, the uh, Solnis, Solnistata, I think is how you say that, the earliest known town in Europe, was built around a salt production facility located in present-day Bulgaria. The town is thought by archaeologists to have accumulated wealth by supplying salt throughout the Balkans. Um, the early years of the Roman Republic, uh, with the growth of the city of Rome, roads were built to make transportation of salt to the capital city easier. An example was the Via Salaria, uh, originally a, a Sabine trail, uh, leading from Rome to the Adriatic Sea. The Adriatic, having a higher salinity due to its shallow depth, had more productive solar ponds compared with those of the uh, Tyrrhenian Sea, much closer to Rome. And the availability of salt has played a significant role in determining the power and location of many of the world's greatest cities. I actually found out today that uh, um, that I didn't and I'd lived in this area, and I didn't realize like part of, like the south part of the San Francisco Bay has got salt flats on it. Um, I'm surprised JCD hasn't talked about that. Yeah, he talks about the mud flaps all that mud flaps. Jesus, yeah. What is wrong with these lips today? Uh, I don't think they've been kissed enough, phone boy. I am a bona fide motherfucking princess. And the tongue is drunk. Yeah, you were trying for the tongue is drunk and misfired the princess. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, I'm surprised he hasn't talked about the salt flats as he talks about the mud flats all the time. Yeah, look out your window, baby. So I love the fact that when they talk about global warming, how he's always like, the you can't see the mud flats, so uh, yeah. Everything's fine. It's been that way for how long? And like somebody recently, I'm sorry, we're going off on a rabbit hole. It's been a minute since we had a show where we just rabbit hold on some silly shit. So we're going to do it today just for fun. But I'm really surprised that, you know, those stone markers they were talking about that have been unearthed. Obviously, this shit has happened before because there were markers on those stones. So everybody freaking out going, oh, my God, global warming's a new thing. Um, I recommend picking up a history book. Uh, maybe learning how to read and then opening your mouth because there's a rule we have around here better to be silent and thought a fool than open your mouth and confirm suspicion exactly so yeah rabbit hole show is apparently considered a, a potential show title oh there you go oh, there you go uh it's just yeah but of course every yeah of course it's all cyclical but uh, oh it completely is i mean yeah. look at the covid shit which i'm gonna tell you pedal heads right now Christmas is a show not to be missed. We will be live after No Agenda on Christmas. And I'm going to tell you, this is a very important show. We're actually going to be doing an interview with someone. And this information is not to be missed. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This is uh, yeah. This is going to be a good one, y'all. Uh, but uh, we are, we're doing our regular show on Saturday on Christmas Eve. Absolutely. Uh, because so. we're glutton for punishment. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. And uh, if nobody else signs up for it, yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah. So yeah, four shows in the next two weeks, and I sound like a Minnesotian. What yeah. the hell is up with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeepers. Uh Well, yeah. Anyway, um, so this is so anyway. Um, 
For example, I guess we go, going back to the we got, so Liverpool rose from just a small English port to become the prime exporting port for the for, for the salt dug in the great Cheshire salt mines, and thus became the entrepot. So it's, I guess I say that for much of the world's salt in the 19th century, and um, and you can and it was you know salt was in the was uh, responsible for the creation and destruction of well many empires and uh, Roman Empire. Uh, Pol- the salt mines of Poland led to a vast kingdom in the 16th century, only to be demolished when Germans brought in sea salt, most of which the world considered superior to rock salt. So, um, you know, and then again, you go to the you know, cities and states and duchies along the salt roads that and basically, you know, they, they took, they took their share, right? They, uh, they, uh, they, they excised heavy duties and taxes for the salt that passed through their territories. And this practice even caused the formation of cities such as the city of Munich in 1158. Who knew that Munich, a city known for beer, I think, wow. you know, uh, um, you know, when the then Duke of Bavaria, Henry the Lion, decided the bishops of Friesig no longer needed their salt revenue. And, um, you know, the, the, the Gabelle, a hated French uh, salt tax, was enacted in 1286 and maintained until 1790. That's a long time That's for a long time. time. It's almost 500 years. Actually, it is 500 years. Yeah, because of the, wow. the Gabelle's the common salt was, was of such high value that it caused mass population shifts and exodus, attracted invaders, and caused wars. And, in fact, it even played a role in the American wars as well. And so during the Revolutionary War, loyalists intercepted patriot salt shipments in an attempt to interfere with their ability to preserve food. During the War of 1812, salt brine was used to pay American soldiers in the field as the federal government was too poor to pay them with money. Before Lewis and Clark set out for the Louisiana Territory, President Jefferson, in his address to Congress, mentioned a mountain of salt 180 miles long and 45 wide, supposed to lie near the Missouri River, which could have been of inconceivable value as the reason why they uh, did the expedition. You know, that's actually an interesting theory because there are actual salt mines out in Missouri, and I've actually been to them. They now use them for cold storage, and I'm sure, I'm sure Rev Cybertrucker can speak on that as well because I know damn well he's been to the salt mines in Missouri picking up that refrigerated situation. Yeah. Uh, it's clear that salt's been considered very valuable through history. I don't, I don't know. I'd say it's almost more valuable than gold maybe because – because, uh, um, yeah, even, but there's a lot more of it, of course. I was going to say it's more abundant, and uh, gold has shit for value right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, in fact, the word salary actually comes from the Latin word for salt. Um, the, there's a persistent modern claim as a result that Roman legions were sometimes paid in salt. Uh, um, a, a salarium may have been an allowance paid to a Roman soldier for the purchase of salt, but even that's not you know, clear. Um, but You know, salt is actually made on an industrial scale in one of two principal ways. You can either evaporate. 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 I'm going to quit. I swear to God, I am not intoxicated, nor am I stoned. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. My lips just go. Evaporate. Yeah, that. So you can either evaporate salt water, which is a brine, or you can mine it. And evaporation can either be solar or by a heating device usage. Yeah, and um, yeah, there, it's there's um, yeah there is um, open yeah so the, there you know there are open and closed pan production uh, so typically uh, a, a traditional method of salt production in, in more temperate climates is using open pans and in open pan production salt brine is heated in large shallow open pans and the examples of this date back to prehistoric times and the pans are made of either a type of ceramic called. Uh, Briquetage or lead. Uh, Briquetage. Briquetage. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> now, later examples are made from iron. Now, this just okay. This made okay when when I when I read the the information on this skimmed over the you know the structure of our show, I was actually pretty amazed that they had used iron for that because salt and oxygen 
with water on iron, that's going to cause uh, like a really bad rust problem. And, and that's just fascinating to me that if they were creating salt by using these big, you know, pans of iron, how reliable was that salt? I suspect that it would cause a contamination in it. Just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, actually, I think that's something I, I should I should actually have pulled this up. But I think one of the minerals that, that they have, and this is, I know I'm going ahead here, um, and I might actually have to pull this. I'll have to actually pull this up. But uh, you know, there is this con- there is this concept of a, you know, well, what what comes in what comes in salt? Guess what? Iron naturally occurs in you know in in, in sea salt. So it's not it's not a it's not uncommon, right? So uh, it, again, it depends on how much of the you know what is in the oxidation. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe it's actually not. It doesn't end up being that bad of a thing. Or something. And, and it may not. It's just my initial thought when knowing things about science and chemical reactions and things spoke to. How reliable would that particular, you know, and also how thing it, and also be with salt in there? It might the, the characteristics might be different too. It might be okay with salt in there. Okay, let me give you a prime example of what salt water does to iron. The Titanic. Oh, enough said. Enough no. said. Yeah, if you're not careful. Yeah, that's true. I'm a huge Titanic fan. I know a lot about it. And seeing those pictures and knowing that there's nothing that can be done, such a massive, beautiful structure is just being eaten away and taken over by, you know, the the ocean itself. just makes my heart sad. Yeah. um, Let's see. So, and then we go, okay, so, yeah, then the change coincided with the change from wood to coal for the purpose of heating the brine. And the brine would be pumped into pans and concentrated by the heat of the fire burning underneath. This crystals of salt formed... These would be raked out and more brine added, and that's kind of what they do in the salt flats. It's kind of the same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, these days, open pan salt works have been effectively been replaced with a closed pan system where the brine solution is evaporated under a partial vacuum. It's kind of interesting how that works. I'd, I'd like to see how that works, actually. Yeah, I if there's video we can find. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there is, and I think I've seen some of it in some of the videos I was looking at. You may have. Yeah. Uh, so I need to see. Uh, getting looking for. Oh, we ha- okay. Good. We have that. We we are ready for our next segment here. So now in the second half of the 19th century, industrial mining and new drilling techniques made the discovery of more and deeper deposits possible, increasing mines salt, salt share of the market. Uh, although mining salt was generally more expensive than extracting it from brine via solar evaporation of seawater, the introduction of this new source reduced the price of salt due to a reduction of monopolization. Extraction of salt from brine is still heavily used. For example, um, you know, the uh, vacuum salt produced by British Salt in Middlewich has 57% of the UK market for salt used in cooking. Now, that's actually how Morton Salt does it. I've actually picked up at Morton Salt, and I was talking to one of the guys about the process that they use, and they do use those big ponds yeah. where they use the sun evaporation. Because, mind you, this is in California yeah. that this is being done. That's where Morton Salt's out of. So. Yeah, well, there is, well, there is. Uh, yeah, I think I think there was some other station that, or when I was looking through clips today, there was a, that was one of, they were actually was in, the, in, a, in a, a salt mine. Um, they were actually in a Morton Salt salt mine. So not only it was in California, but. Um, right. But. Oh, I'm sure that Morton owns a bunch of different salt facilities, but I can actually say that I've seen a mountain of salt. Yeah, and it. it is just as breathtaking as you would imagine it to be. It literally makes any skiing enthusiast want to just go to the top of it and grab some serious shred. Now, one of our favorite sources of mined salt is actually from right here in the United States. Uh, uh, Redmond Real Salt, which is actually in um, uh, there. So the, in the salt that is mined from the remnants of the Sundance Sea, which in prehistoric times covered what is now Redmond, Utah. That's why it's called Redmond Real Salt. 
that sea is long gone, but its remnants are a large, pristine underground salt deposit. And yes, it currently lives deep in the earth, but since it comes from what used to be a sea, it's actually sea salt. It's uh, delicious. I mean, we highly recommend to anyone, if you have not tried this Redmond Real Salt, we're going to add a link into the show notes. It is so good for you, and the taste is amazing. Yeah, and uh, okay, so we've got uh, we got one more thing here before we hit our toast and jam for the for the day and the cavalcade of stupidity. Uh, so um, yeah, well, they also I guess make salt from ashes. I didn't realize. And tr- traditional salt production in the Visayas Islands of the Philippines, salt is made from coconut husks, driftwood, and other plant matter soaked in seawater for at least several months. These are burned into ash, then seawater is run through the ashes on a filter. The resulting brine is then evaporated in containers. Coconut milk is sometimes added to the brine before evaporation. The practice is endangered due to competition with cheap industrially produced commercial salt. Only two traditions survive to present day. Uh, Sintubak and, and Tol, Toltol, or something, which is, I guess, like Gorgor. <laughs> Gorgor! Or, 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 or Duk All right. Anyway. But that being said, I, you know, it made me think. I know you've seen the volcanic salt that's black mm-hmm. makes me wonder if it would visually be similar to that. I don't know. But, uh, what I do know is that it is time for our cavalcade of stupidity. Uh, Rev uh, had to had to work real hard to get this one going. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find hear the story if he's if he's in the chat. Still. He pulled it out. He pulled it out. I'm amazed. Uh, yeah, his uh, his inverter was full of chinesium from what I uh, from. Which is uh, yeah, yeah and, and he pulled a phoenix. He came. He he got that thing sliding in on seven wheels and a banana peel. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna play this. We're gonna play this thing and see what it does. If it'll if it'll play. Come on, load. Yeah, let's load. Heidi ho, pedal heads. This is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker with this week's cavalcade of stupidity. Last week, we heard the great Luke skis, It's a Fanboy Christmas. And I know what you're thinking. There's no way there can be anything better. Well, I give to you, It's a Fanboy Christmas 2, The Wrath of Claws. Remember, remember the 25th of December, the reindeer and Rudolph and plot. I see no reason the holiday season should ever be forgot. Fantastic Fen, file and fast for this fanciful frolicking through fandom's fabulous frivolities of the festive times of the fantastic future. While first and foremost a fallacy, fear not as this farcical thought felicitates to you, it's a fanboy Christmas too, the wrath of claws! It's a fanboy Christmas through Narnia's Grand Canyons. The Doctor and Mal Reynolds are snuggling their companions. And who's that dressed as Santa? It's Merry Mr. Warp. But he don't need no elves and green because he's got a red dwarf. Have some smegnog, Anakin, with your saber so red. Won't you make the younglings dead? Darth Vader's my dad. Darth Vader's my dad. Darth Vader's my dad. He told me after he chopped off my hand. The Emperor's comrade. Evil? Just a tad. In black he is clad like he's in some sci-fi heavy metal band. Why does he fulfill every scary Sith wish? Why can't he cool out with 
with some dairy and Swiss miss. And all the rebels, they are very pissed. This station will get blown apart. Snow falls down on Metropolis. Who's that girl almost topless? Fighting for your rights in her satin tights. Walking with a winter wonder woman. She'll ask, oh, get the truth or smack around. Mr. Luthor, no pajamas on. This hot Amazon, walking with a winter wonder woman. See her showing off her bot so curvy. In her sorry spangled underwear. You might think that makes me kind of pervy. But frankly, I don't really freaking care. Later on. All right, all right. I, I, I as gotta, much as we hate Christmas, that was shit. Yeah. That was the shit. We loved yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, what's 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 her name? That's Wonder Woman now. The, the the Israeli chick whose name I can't remember. I have no fucking clue because to me, Wonder Woman will always be Linda Carter. Yes, Thank you. I, I understand. But yeah, and actually, I actually work with somebody that that looks very much like Linda Carter. Um, yeah, you showed me the picture. Yeah, I did, and, and you agreed with me. So, um, all right. So, anyway, we'll have the full version of that in the uh, post show, which uh, which we call Studio Thirty Three, and uh, you can uh, you can join us on Lotus Effect.stream after we record the uh, the uh, the little podcast that could the, uh, the the show where the content's made up and the show doesn't matter, um, something like that. Uh, Gal Gadot, yes, the content I, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gal Gadot, yes. I actually I, I actually saw. The one, yeah, the Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot. I actually saw it in Israel with my coworkers. That was entertaining. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's funny because when they show it, they actually show it with, um, they 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 showed it in English with Hebrew subtitles. So I didn't, so I could watch the movie. So did they all have to have their movie pamphlets over their crotches when they got up? (laughs) No, I don't. Anyway, it was, just, it was just kind of funny. Come uh, on, don't even act like Israeli women aren't fucking hot. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they, yeah. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie about that. So I've uh, seen some of the women that work for your company. There's a reason I want to work there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's some. Oh boy. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not going there. All right. <laughs> I do love tripping phone boy up, especially during our toast and jam, where I can be extra bad. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Um, so, do you have any tales from rideshare this week? You know. I really don't. It was kind of a slow week, and I actually played hooky one day. Yeah, you did. a really good reason to do it. So I'll tell the story of why I played hooky. So Wednesday, it was absolutely pouring to the point where there were like rivers and, and ponds in the yard. And I was literally getting ready. I was putting my socks and shoes on, and this little voice in my head said, stay home, clean your house, and cook dinner for your man. The last time that voice spoke, it said, stay home and bake cookies with your kids because they were off from school and I had finals for massage therapy and I didn't listen. And I put my Mustang up on a rock, which prevented me from hitting a tree. Needless to say, I listened to the voice that said, stay home and clean your house and cook dinner. So I did. Yeah, and a great goddamn time was had by all. (laughs) Yeah, the house got clean and other than the horrible recipe... That way overcooked the roast that I posted and everybody broke my ass about. Yes, in fact, I do have a digital meat thermometer. It works quite well. Thank you very much, Rob the Volcano. Yes. But the next time, I'm not going to cook that roast for nearly as long as it claimed to do so. But that uh, crust that I put on it was next level. Yeah, that that was a, it, was a good, it was a good crust. The only, yeah, the only issue was, yeah, the, yeah, the fact that the meat was, uh, you know. Dead. Yeah. Twice. Was, yeah. Deader I was than, mad. Yeah. Deader than you probably want to make my ex. 
Yeah. Did you I? actually went there. I actually went there. Yes. Do you have the two to the head clip? Just asking uh, for a friend. Oh uh, uh, well, you know, I mean, you, you realize that I'm now gonna ha- I'm now gonna have to pull it up uh, because of course I because of course I do have it. Um, exactly. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. The yeah the the views expressed on this podcast are merely for entertainment purposes only and do not represent our actual views. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if someone actually does put two in her head, it wasn't us. Uh, th- yeah. De- definitely. Uh, you can collect your check in the back alley. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my. Um, but oh, we forgot to do something. Oh, oh, we forgot to do something. That's right. Because we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are drinking dragon's milk. Uh, I'm drinking the reserve. I think you're drinking the regular. Regular. Yeah. There we go. And. Uh, yeah. Here's to you, pedal heads. Man, here's to you, pedal heads. And if net net, if you're listening and the recording, yeah, this is uh, this is uh, from your neck of the woods. Um, uh, I know I've had I've actually had this. I haven't had the reserve before. And this is the 2022 reserve that I'm drinking. Um, I've I've had the regular. I've had it. At, they they sold large bottles of it at Costco for. A oh, long time. Yingling for the win, Billy Bones. I love me some Yingling. I learned about Yingling when I was in bartending school. Yeah, that's that's a pretty decent beer, you know, for for what it is. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, exactly. So that that uh, low ABV shit. Yeah, th- that's barely water. Right? Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Um, so um, yeah, I got some vinyl this week too. Um, so, yes, you did, and it's really good vinyl too. Yeah, I got uh, Journey's Escape and uh, and Electric Light Orchestra's um, the uh, what is it uh, Out of the Blue, which is a double mm-hmm. album. It's actually their most popular album that they uh, that wasn't like their greatest hits or something like that. So, which um, is right on the heels of my purchase of ELO's Face the Music, which has my song Strange Magic on it. That's right. And uh, yeah, it's good to listen to the you know the full album. Actually, I was I actually there's four songs on side you know what they call side three. Good lord, I mean I've gotten, I'm old. Um, we are but, very old. Yeah. So the yeah the um, you know the the first side of the second album, and yeah that, that actually those four songs go really well together. So um, actually, I have something to say about that mm-hmm. in the Tales from Rideshow segment. I had a writer who is a local artist mm-hmm. musician. And we were talking extensively about music and loving, you know, different aspects. He was actually, he's a younger guy, which surprised me that he had such an extensive musical knowledge with, you know, talking about Traveling Wilburys and Jeff Lynne and ELO and all the great stuff, some Tom Petty, this and that. And he actually is doing a show. I believe he said it was on the 22nd, but I'll have to look it up. And it's at Barley's in Knoxville. And it starts at, I believe, about 8 o'clock. And it's a bunch of local artists. And Phoneboy and I are thinking, maybe possibly, about going and checking it out. Because we do like to support local artists. So anyone who happens to be in the Knoxville area, you can look it up. It's at Barley's Tap Room. And uh, I'm going to look up the details and see if I can post them in the show notes. I'm not shilling for anyone. But this guy was really great to talk to. And I think that he's got some really good music that uh, can be enjoyed by many. Yeah, there you go. Oh, well, okay, well, guess, I guess uh, we might have a th- have another field trip. Uh, like much, much, we like, do love our field trips. Yes, and which I took one this week. So, um, we did. so last week when I went to go visit Casey Farms, um, I drove past 
where Sunrise Dairy is. Um, out toward, and it's and it's out on uh, it's out you know, going toward Monterey. And um, isn't it on like US seventy or something? No, seventy N. Yeah, seventy N. Okay. Yeah, which is, yeah. So it's. Good. I know. I used to drive by it a couple of times when I was working for that shitty dump truck company that fucking fired me on my birthday. Eat a bag. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, so I. But when I had went when I done, went out to KC Farms, I came and I came back. By the time I had gotten to the the dairy, they were closed, and so I said, okay, well. So we had a so on so Thursday, um, which uh, and the day after the 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 rain apocalypse that we had around here, um, it was it was uh, you know Mr. Blue Sky and everything, and so I, 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 I and and they were open, so I actually went out I actually went out to the dairy to go see what they've got out there, and they've got a little they got a little storefront, they've got some ice cream. Uh, now, mind you, yeah. he went without Phoenix because he knew he would have spent much more had Phoenix been let loose in a dairy store. Yeah, especially uh, a local dairy like yeah. Sunrise. We really like their products. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll have a. Yeah, unfortunately, I chose incorrectly on the on the sausage. It's a whole other thing, but that's forgivable, though. Yeah. I, I okay. truly can give you a mulligan on the sausage because what I'm about to do with that sausage isn't going to be NSNG by any stretch of the imagination, and probably some food porn. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Um, but uh, but what we did get out there was a gallon. And I mean a, a gallon. We are not kidding. This is jug. a full-on gallon yeah. jug. And I will post. I will post for those for those pedal heads who are listening live. I am going to actually post a picture of this thing. I think I posted it on Nas. Anybody who likes heavy cream, seeing a gallon of heavy cream will touch you. I yeah. promise. Yeah, I, I had posted it. I had actually had posted it to the Vinny Tortorich group, and they're like. How do you, yeah? You know, how do you drink all that? Much, what do you do with all that much cream? Uh, yeah, and they asked me that question at the at the dairy. I said, "Well, yeah, coffee, cooking. Uh, yeah, we." When we, Phoenix gets a wild hair to pour a bunch of heavy cream in a bowl and add some blades, and the next thing you know, a little teaspoon of sugar, and it's a dessert. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, we we use. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I think we've mixed. Yeah, we've mixed it when we do protein on protein on protein crime. Sometimes I know we do cream cheese sometimes, but I've never put heavy cream in the oh, protein what, what, on protein crime. Yeah, okay. Some, some, I'm trying to. I remember what we. Put I make in. gravy with it, like Billy Bones was saying. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. gravy calls for heavy cream. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, and put yeah. I guess you could also put it in your right. You know what? That's brilliant. Um, oh my god, because I primarily drink cold coffee, and I will tell you when I say I drink coffee, I mean there's literally two five cup pots of coffee just for me, put in a pitcher every night. So when I get ready to go to work, I can put them in the three travel cups that I have, and then I still have a Trenta cold brew from Starbucks. During the day, I have truly got a caffeine stream. I mix blood in occasionally. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Yeah, you speak coffee jive or something. I don't know. You speak coffee. <laughs> uh, but there you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, it's phone boy's fault. I'm telling you. I was never this much of a coffee-holic until I met this man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, seriously, y'all. I think we should... I, I think we should put a picture of what we... Okay, so fair and equitable. I have this gorgeous pair of canisters. They're square and they're wooden. And the largest one, which is supposed to be for flour, contains nothing but bags of coffee beans. Starbucks, Blue Hawaiian, I don't know, some Charleston shit at some point. There's just... Let's just say there's four to five large bags of coffee beans in that canister at any point in time. And then he'll grind one to two bags at a time and they go in the next size down canister. The second to the smallest has coffee filters for the five cup, 
and the tea canister, which is the smallest. It really doesn't have anything in it, but I found this new vanilla spice, from um, fireside vanilla spice tea from Celestial Seasonings. I have a feeling the tea is actually going to be tea in that canister because, oh, it's so good. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, we can we can make that happen. So, oh yes, yeah, because there's nothing in there. Uh, yeah, this. Um, yeah, we might. Uh, okay, we'll play that in the post show, mm-hmm. Emily. We'll we will play that in the post show. Um, so, um, all right, and then I guess for finally we have a last night's stoned thought. So, oh my god. Okay, so y'all know that Phone Boy and I enjoy the green goodness a lot more than we probably should. But needless to say, we were getting ready to go to bed. So our usual routine is that we'll grab a shower. We'll probably test the Catholicism of the Pope at least before and after showering. So we're pretty high by the time we go to bed. And we usually have a candle and our lava lamp on. And the lava lamp was taking forever to warm up because it was so fucking cold in the bedroom because we had had the door open while we smoked to let the smoke out. So long story short, we come back and we decide that we're going to turn off the lava lamp and go ahead, tell the story of how stupid your girlfriend is. So I'm looking at the, so the, the lava lamp hadn't really started yet, but it was, it had warmed up a bit. And so what I had seen, I wish I'd taken a picture of it, is there is, um, it was a mount, right? And on top of it was a little, with something that kind of, you could say it looked like a, it looked like a nipple. And I said, well, that looks like Mount Tetopolis, to which you said, Where's that? <laughs> then realized what I had said and went, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Meanwhile, he, I mean, he's dying laughing because I'm just like, yeah, I'm stupid. I really asked that. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is why we often say our life is a show because we're just so silly and we are just like everyone else. We do silly, stupid things and we like to share it with the pedal heads because we know that they can relate. Yeah. Um, and then um, let's see. So I'm trying to think. So we got, um, I'm trying to think what else, what, what other things we have in our toast and jam segment today, which we don't, because there wasn't a whole lot of visiting because, you know, especially now with, now that, um, you know, farmer's market is not happening, we're not seeing folks as much. Yeah, uh, sadly. But yeah. we are excited that the folks from Randolph Farms should have our standing rib roasts for Christmas dinner waiting for us within the next couple of days we should be picking them up no idea where the hell we're gonna put them because our freezers are both 1000 percent full to the point i pulled the meat for tonight's dinner and it was sitting on some other stuff and i'm just gonna say when you open the freezer door above the fridge duck yeah because shit might come flying out at you yeah i wedged things in i'm not gonna even lie it needs to be rearranged because i was not I, i i was in a hurry I mean, I'm just getting back from the liquor store with mom and rushing around to get a snack for us for the bowl or for the bowl. Jesus, for the blossom. I was going to say for the show and the blossom and it became the bowl. Don't ask me how. I'm a little bit drinking this well, dragon's we, milk beer over here. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, um, yeah, we, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't know how Lorian got yeah, the fourth. She, she's had her fourth. Is that what is it? That's right. Yep, Samuel yep. Samuel Wolfgang, cute little wolf cub, and we're so happy for them. Yeah, the, it's yeah, they're 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 such great people. I mean, we, we've really been bad bowlers though. Our life has been so nuts that we haven't had a chance to really listen and interact, and hopefully that will slow itself down 
in the yeah, upcoming. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, it's, and it's, yeah, and I know we've been, because I, I kind of think about it, it's like, yeah, we used to, you know, we used to, I mean, that's how we met, right? It's it's literally ultimate. responsible for our relationships, yeah, yeah. humble beginnings. Yeah, exactly. So, th- so it, it seems weird not to be listening to him, but, uh, but at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, seriously, like, I'm not even listening to any podcast right now. It has nothing to do with. Uh, yeah, it, literally the yeah, only time yeah. I listen to a podcast, and it's funny because the one that I listen to uh, tonight at like 7.15 Eastern, I believe it is, the awesome game uh, of the Dolphins versus well, the Bills I, 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 is actually, that's, the, that's Central, I think. So, is it Central? Yeah, because you were reading Central Times when you were reading the Times earlier. So. I guess that's true. So yeah. ultimately, you know, at like quarter after eight in the Eastern time, the Bills are going to take on the Dolphins. The Dolphins are my team. And it just happens that the guys from the Creep Off, I love listening to their show. It cracks me up. It makes me feel better about the shit in my life. I'll just put it that way because there's just people who are way more twisted than yeah. than I am. Yeah, exactly. But long story short, one's a Bills fan and one's a Dolphins fan, so I can't wait to hear the episode that occurs after the game tonight because somebody's going to be talking mad shit to somebody. Yeah, exactly. That's all that's going to happen here. Yeah, well, all I know is uh, my team, Go Niners, uh, beat the Se- Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks went down yeah. like a nickel hooker. Sorry, yeah. Sir Bemrose. We know that's your team, but ha-ha. Yeah. We I, I, clenched the division yeah exactly so anyway um so we so yeah that was so yeah that i'm now i'm just kind of watching games because you know it's you know because it's football and we love football we love football so um okay so we actually so uh so now we're going to our refire topic for the for the show um which is uh, what's your favorite ice cream flavor now gummy nerds actually reached out um through through uh uh, a an invitation on No Agenda Social, um, and said, uh, you know, and his 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 answer to what is your favorite ice cream flavor? He said, uh, bear cream and ass fillings. Works for me. Yeah, it's just you know, it's uh, you know, I, I'm I, I probably want uh, bong hits and bourbon flavor. I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm all about the the bong hits and bourbon flavor. Yeah, which go. reminds me, when we take a trip down to the Jack Daniels Distillery to take the tour and also I take you into Lynchburg, that lovely little town built by, you know, all the wonderfulness that is Mr. Jack Daniels and his wonderful whiskey. Yeah. Because remember, all whiskey is bourbon and yeah. not all bourbon. Or no, all bourbon is whiskey, not all whiskey is bourbon. That's right. And we love us some JD in this house. But anyways, there is a little ice cream shop that sells ice cream that has Jack Daniels in it. And oh my, is it putting life into living. I've had it once before I changed my eating habits. And yeah, I'll do it again. I I was debating tasting some of the ice cream that they had at the dairy, but uh, um, yeah, I had a a rule about eating ice cream. It's because I used to, when I I lived on the left coast, uh, the family used to vacation down in Seaside, Oregon, which uh, is roughly an hour north of the Tillamook Dairy in, in Oregon. And uh, yeah, the, the the kids would like to go down there. And and yeah, you get the ice cream from down there. It's really good. Um, well, Tillamook is a good brand to begin with. I like their cheese a lot. Yeah, exactly. They're they're great stuff. And we 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 are cheeses life people. You know, as far as that goes. I think we've mentioned before that there is no less than a hundred dollars spent just on cheese at Costco every month when we go. Yes, which uh, yeah, and we barely made that uh, this time uh, for, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're kind of slacking is what it comes down to. Well, that's because we actually went earlier than we usually would. We took the advantage to get my mom a Costco membership for mm. her birthday, which was just like... A couple days ago, yeah. About, no, 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 ten days, more. Ago. Ten, was, yeah, ten days ago. Almost yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Ten days. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. Her birthday is literally the day we did our first show, officially episode one. That's right. So um, you know, it's kind of so it makes it even more special. That's right. Um, so yeah, we took we took a. We took care. Uh, she but- put it on her Christmas list, and I went, this is a birthday gift. Let's make this happen. So we took her to Costco, and mm-hmm. she is absolutely thrilled at the wonderful things that we are teaching her she's allowed to eat. And good news, uh, I did get her, or she bought it, but I got her the ranch dressing from Primal Kitchen. Nice. Found it at the grocery. Okay, so I promised a rant. Here goes. So we go to the grocery store, me and my mom tonight, because I needed some cauliflower to make mashed cauliflower to go with dinner. Y'all, hold on to your pocketbooks when you hear this shit. $7 a head for cauliflower. What? I wish I was fucking kidding. Yeah, I mean, ser- yeah, I mean, it's so, yeah, there's, um, and actually, this actually gets back to something that I, I guess I should play the, what? Yeah. Yes. I am so, I, and yes, I paid for two heads. Okay, well, all right, fuck you. Mom paid for two heads. I let her buy my groceries, but I'm going to give her the money back. Yeah. The irrelevance to the fact is, are you jacking it? Where do you fucking people get off charging $7 for a small, not even a big head where you can say, hey, this is worth the money? No. Yeah, well, I, I'll take it a step further. So, uh, okay, so when I went out to the to the um, to the farm to, to Casey Farms last week, I bought some eggs, and they're charging $5 a dozen. Now they wait. They went up. No, well, that's what they've been charging. I thought they were four. They they may have been four at the beginning of the year, but they're they're still worth it though. Yeah, Hella worth so it. okay. So the last time I so a few months ago when I went to Walmart to buy eggs, they were for for a they I th- I think I had I think like earlier in the year eighteen egg eighteen extra large eggs was three thirty three. There's your there's your magic number. That's right. right. Um, yeah, um, the last time I had bought eggs, they were, they went up a little bit. So a little over $4, uh, for 18. Now it's, cl- now it's like over seven. Exactly. And, and that's so- why I made the argument to you that one, we're getting farm fresh, you know, probably just came out of the chicken's butt a couple of days ago at best. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying just a tiny bit more, but I would most definitely pay that tiny bit more because you're helping a, you know, a family business. It's not some large Oh, yeah. Shitty industrial I, I, yeah, company. No, I've, I've been out to their farm. I mean, it, it, you know, it, they've uh, they're you know they're they're a little bit of a haul to, to get to, but um, you know that when they're coming out to the you know, and it, it's much better to get them when they're when they're you know when they're when they're local, they can. But it's and it's funny because they've been doing kind of meetups and stuff. Um, the, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's how that actually yeah. happened with you going out to yeah. KC was that they said they were going to be doing a meetup, and we had a previous engagement that day. Yeah, and it's good, th- and it's a good thing because they told me they said, yeah, but they pretty much sold out before we even got there. Yeah, but I was smart enough, to yeah. my credit, as you know, yep. I contacted them in the back channel and said, "Hey, um, I need this much chicken. Can you facilitate?" And they said, "Absolutely." Yeah. I said, "Do you mind if we come out and pick it up from y'all because we've got a commitment that day?" They said, "No problem." So we are so connected and that is another reason why our freezer is way hella full yeah exactly um but but yeah so we've got yeah we're we are our, our freezer is well topped off at this point uh we will we will survive the apocalypse or or the uh or the uh, the wrath of the finances of uh you know of uh, <laughs> my ex i guess um you know all the stuff that i have to pay anyway um so let us um 
You know, let's get to um, let's go to the voicemail. We've got we've actually we've got a good amount of them. I'm psyched. I know, and you put out you you did a call you did a call out, and so we're going to play. Um, so yeah, part, yeah, exactly. You should yeah. We, we've got uh, we've got places for you to stay, and we've got a. Uh, That's we, right. We we, we have a grill now. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've got to get that smoker box though. I was going to get the smoker box from the property, but it's rusted out. So I'm just going to buy a brand new one. It's not that much money. I mean, it is more than it was, but it's so worth it. But yeah, I mean, anyone who, you know, we have, you know, made friends with and talked to, they all know that we have room where, you know, if, if you're coming through and you want to, you know, put your feet under my table for a good meal, grab a shower, you know, maybe lay your head on a pillow if you're going to spend the night. We, uh, you know, the door is open. We we love our pedal heads. We love our friends. And we love being able to share the beautiful life that we're building together here in Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so we're going to start with voicemail. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna to play a voicemail. And uh, here you go. We're gonna, here's our, here is our first voicemail. Hey guys, it's Hempress Emily M or Hempress Mycelium if you listen Hi. to MMO show. Um, my favorite ice cream is the HEB brand, Creamy Creations, uh, white chocolate raspberry truffle. I'm pretty sure it's a knockoff of a major brand, but it's delicious if you can get your hands on it. Probably available at your local HEB, only in Texas. Thanks guys, I'll see you later. That sounds naughty delicious. Yeah. Um, so, uh, which, which your since we're since we got we got a few voicemails, we'll only spare sure. So, what is your favorite? Uh, the ice cream I make because I'm arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I make a kick-ass vanilla. Don't front. Okay. If I could find, honestly, I have an ice cream attachment for my KitchenAid, mm-hmm. and if I could find it wherever the hell I put it. I would make you some homemade ice cream because you were nice enough to buy me some Madagascar vanilla beans, and I would be a bad, bad girlfriend if I did not make you some homemade vanilla ice cream using those vanilla beans at least once. Yeah, all right. Well, so, um, yeah, um, yeah, I love it. It's, it's, yeah, actually, it's, actually, it's funny that the, uh, so Emily, you're, um, yeah, it says temperance in the, um, in, in the, in the transcript for, uh, which is, which is, which is actually a, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tarot card. It kind of works out. Oh, that's right. It is. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Yeah, we uh, okay. So here we go. So we actually. So we're gonna go to, on to the next one. We've got we've got another. Voice yes, let's behind. do that. All right. Uh, so here we go. My favorite ice cream is Rocky Road. I like the ice cream with nuts in it, but my late husband did not. Which. He didn't like nuts in anything. He liked nuts by themselves. I always thought it was a little bit cannibalistic since he was a nut. <laughs> but anyway, that's my favorite ice cream is Rocky Road. And oddly enough, I liked the store brand version out in California, Western Family, I think it was, better than stuff like briars anyway that's all i got bye you know what mama t i agree i don't like nuts in my ice cream either that's why i got to keep the bowl away from foam boy Bemrose beat me to it when he said my wife doesn't like it when i put my nuts in her ice cream either no I, i have to agree with that because my teeth aren't what they used to be i used to adore butter pecan ice cream so much but yeah i i really can't chew the nuts and you know 
Cue the Weird Al song, I Love Rocky Road. Okay, yes, because that's a great song. Yeah. Um, all right, so my favorite ice cream, since we're, since we're going down that road, we got, we got a couple more voicemails here, but my favorite ice cream is, um, I would say, Blackberry Mountain. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember what it is. Okay, so, th- so there's, a, there's a, an ice cream shop in Santa Cruz uh, where I grew up um, called Mary Ann's. Actually, my best friend at the time worked, worked there for a bit. Um, and uh yeah the yeah the um it's yeah it's yeah their blackberry swirl was oh my god that stuff just was just you like blackberries and things i do well i like i like the blackberry wine that we had from uh oh yeah that from from from, uh, chestnut hill Hill the other day it is good stuff yeah no actually where my brain went was i make a killer black well i used to when we ate hot fresh garbage make an amazing blackberry swirl cheesecake oh i bet i I bet that's sorry not trying to touch you in a special space yeah. but you know yeah um so yeah i i'm cheesecake is my favorite dessert so um, i thought your favorite dessert was um creme brulee well when i was i caught shit for making you creme brulee on your birthday because i thought that was your favorite yeah, it is. dessert I, yeah it, well it is actually that is my favorite <laughs> dessert so it's cream so it's okay between those two right okay if i had to choose between cheesecake and creme brulee i choose creme brulee because creme brulee is not everywhere and, yeah, that's true. You yeah. Can, hell, you can even get cheesecake at Fazoli's, which is a fast food. Yeah, food, and, but uh, it's probably Italian. not good though. But I, but I wouldn't probably get Actually, it. Actually, it's the cheesecake that they sell at Cheesecake Factory. If you've never been to Cheesecake I, Factory, I, I, I have. yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. I hate their cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, just saying, I'm not biased. I'm real. Yeah, shit my mom, so my mom made a fucking fantastic cheesecake. Uh, I believe that. Yeah, um, that she actually got from the guy that used to work on our house. Actually, wow. Uh, yeah, that's uh, anyway. Um, so now we've got uh, we got two more voicemails, and they're actually fairly short. So we'll, we'll play this one. It would be chocolate chip. That would be my friend Lisa from the company I used to work for. Yeah, hi Lisa. Nice. Hi Lisa. Thank you so much for calling in. I had messaged a whole bunch of people and said, "Hey, call in on this topic because we're kind of tired of not having voicemails. I mean, we love our pedal heads, but they don't always call in on voicemails. Sometimes they put it in the chat. Sometimes, like Gummy Nerds did, you know, putting it on NA Social. So." Yeah, the more voicemails we can get, the better content we have for the show. So thank you so much for calling in and weighing in. And honestly, my ex liked chocolate chip, but only the chocolate chip from Mayfields. Now, I can't front the chocolate chip from Mayfields. Mayfields in and of itself is a really good ice cream. It's it's a local dairy here in Tennessee. Kind of like the Tillamook thing. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I wonder where is Mayfield around here. Anyway. It's in Knoxville. Oh, it's in Knoxville. Okay, there's um, actually several locations. Yeah, I think that. I mean, they have some, they have a delivery. I mean, I think they're out even out here too a little bit. I mean, that's because I've seen. Oh that. yeah, yeah, you yeah. can get Mayfield pretty much anywhere in East Tennessee, but there's also. Um, I just had the thought in my head. God, I hate when I... Oh, there's also another local dairy cheese place that you and I need to check out. It's called Sweetwater Farms. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. you talked about that. Yeah, actually, you, that you was can get they, their cheese actually, up that here. Was, that was weird. When I went out to Sunrise, they didn't have... The cheese that they had was from a different place. Really? Yes. That's they why don't do their own cheese. Yeah, they, they're from <gasps> someplace in Kentucky. It's actually... What? Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a chit-chat with them. They're missing the boat if they're not if they're not carrying Sweetwater Farms because that is some really good cheese. I'm not trying to shill for anybody, but ever since I moved here and yeah. put that cheese in my mouth, 
Oh, man. I've visited the dairy, I think, twice. It's yeah. in Sweetwater, Tennessee, off Interstate 75. Oh, yeah. my gosh. We have to make that trip yeah, at some point. Yeah, we will. Maybe this spring when the weather's a little better. But it's definitely a trip worth making. I, I guarantee you, you get to see the cheese made. They've got all the varieties. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I went, went the, the several times I went to, went to Tillamook, they actually, you can sample a lot of the cheeses. Um, they've got- I little, love samples. Oh, yeah. They, um- yeah, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, I won't be going. Probably won't be going back there anytime soon. Although if we do if we do a road trip on on the uh, on the West Coast, uh, yeah, you will probably be driving through there. I think that's probably not a bad idea. Um, I right. think that if we end up, be, well, okay, so fair and equitable. When we took our road trip, when I flew out to Washington to get you, mm-hmm. ultimately we would have routed down through Oregon had it not been. Yeah, that you wanted to go a special place. Yes, I had to. I had to go make a. I had to go through. You had to go make a point, make a new memory. Yes, I did. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there was a reason I went through Coeur d'Alene. But you know what? I do not. I absolutely don't regret the fact because we had that great adventure on the walk we took in the state park. And we also found yeah. that wonderful soap company out there. Yes, yeah, so we, which we buy, and we buy their, yeah. We, we order their soap online now. It's yep. the one that you joke, the yep. lemon peel variety is the one you say smells like a urinal cake. Yeah, smells like a urinal Sick cake. You, re- you, re- you realize I'm going ha- to have to write that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, this- I realize you're terrible with the fact that you pick on me for the fact I like the fact that soap, listen to me, the fact of the fact of the fact. No, that breaking soap smells balls, like fruit. Breaking the balls. balls. Yeah, you're breaking my balls. I get it. But the soap smells like Fruit Loops. I can't help yeah. it. I like and, the and yes, And yes, and again, I can't thank the Bemroses enough for... Uh, oh, for my a, God. They were so amazing. Yeah. We They got us so fucking crossfaded. So fucking high. <laughs> yeah. And so, crossfaded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I blame Sir Bemrose for that whole thing. I'm, I'm taking Dame Bemrose's responsibility completely away, despite the fact she was the one who drove us to the weed shop and was like, Shangri-La. The fact of the fact of the fact of the fact fact of the fact of the fact. I think I like that too. Yeah, true. But we did. We absolutely had a great time with the Bem Roses and would do it again in a heartbeat. Except for this time, we're buying all the weed and liquor. Yeah, oh boy. I wanna I wanna absolutely get Sir Bemrose and Bemlet shit faced. Yeah. I wanna I, drink with those uh, two. Oh well Hell yes. Think it's both. I, I, I know. I bet them both. I bet them both separately. I'm. I'm a little afraid about be, what happened. We get them together. Be afraid. Be careful what you wish for. I have heard stories that Bemlet will drink Bem Rose under the table. Yeah. Um. Okay. We got. <laughs> yeah. We got. See, Bem Rose is saying, you know, not of what you ask. <laughs> yeah. I am fully aware of the fact that I will probably get alcohol poisoning, but by God, I will go down swinging. Yeah. All right. We got one more voicemail. <laughs> shall we? Shall we play the voicemail? We should play the voice. Yes. Okay, if I can hit the button, there we go. Hey, y'all, you know who this is. Hey, My Ricky. favorite ice cream, I like coffee, mint chocolate chip, chocolate, and any other kinds. <laughs> but basically, it's coffee, mint chocolate chip, and chocolate. So, y'all have a great show. I'll be listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Love y'all. Bye. Bye, we love you too, Wookie. And yeah, I can attest to the fact Wookie is a chocoholic. I introduced her to this great flavor from Friendly's, which is not a brand that a lot of people are familiar with because it's a ice cream and basically shit food restaurant up in the Northeast and around the area. But long story short, so Friendly's has a flavor called 
Death by Chocolate, I believe it is. And this is the absolute best flavor. Oh my God, if you like chocolate, it's the tits. And I introduced her to that. She loves chocolate to the oomph degree. Like her favorite cake would be chocolate cake with chocolate icing filled with chocolate ganache. And yeah, she'll die of chocolate poisoning. Oh my goodness. Her furry co-host. Oh, it's a Jersey brand. Well, that would explain it, Hempress, because of the fact that she's a Jersey girl. Wookie is my ex, and she is also a Jersey girl, and she is also one of my best friends in the world. Love you, Wookie. Yeah, we got, we're, uh, yeah, then we got our furry co-host decided to join us. He, he sees, he sees feet. He's, uh, he's all over our feet, so. Yeah, which I'm actually wearing socks, which is surprising that. He's even bothering me. Oh, you have naked feet. No yes, wonder. Of, of course I have naked feet. Yes. Like I've said, the cat has disowned me. He doesn't give a damn about me. He's like, you have feet and I can sleep on them? Yeah, you're my best friend. Fuck you, mom. Yeah. Although he did sleep on my feet he's been, uh, he's last been sleep, night. He's been sleeping on your feet. What are you yeah. talking about? No, I, he, yeah, he just, I mean, I'm home all day is probably why he... Uh huh. Rubbing the fact you get to work from home while I have to go out there and deal with people. It's really people out there in the world, phone boy. Just saying. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, uh, well, I, I, I think you we have completely. Eat my ass. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, here is what we need to do. We need to turn up the sound so that I know when you're punking me. This the sound. So is, the sound. Is, the, the sound is uh, high enough. It's just it needs to be. We're not wearing headphones, so this is this is why this. Is... No, that's true. We stopped wearing our headphones a while ago. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we should start wearing them again. You know, I did so love staring at you with those big ass cans on your head to go with that tiny little Q-tip head that you have. Working for Unit eighty two hundred is real work. Yes, it is real work. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it yes. Is. I, yeah, I, actually, the funny thing is, uh, uh, my guest Wi-Fi used to be called Unit eighty two hundred for that exact reason, and actually. A lot of the the co-founders of my uh, or yeah there's there's a lot of people in in my employer that i can neither confirm nor deny had something to do with unit 8200 so uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you like to pretend that you work hard i've seen you on the daily anyone who has enough time to go out for like a four no excuse me excuse me this dude's been doing 5k runs for fucking fun the last few weeks. How do I know this? Because on my little bitch on the wrist, I get a notification that, oh, phone boy won another award for a 5k. I've gotten like three of them in the last week. You can suck my dick. Yeah, I'm aware of this fact. But the point of the matter is, you claim to work so hard, yet you have time to do a 5k. You're cooking chickens in the crock pot like Butchie Crocker over there? Yeah, you're working really hard. Are you breaking a sweat too there, phone boy? Yeah, I am breaking a sweat. But she's, of course, breaking the balls. Breaking the balls. All right. That's right, I am. But you know what? I think it's time to go into the second half of the show. And uh, for this half, we're going to focus on the health benefits of consuming salt, as well as address the official narrative around the overconsumption. Yeah. So, you know, since you did most of the first half, I think I'll give you a rest. And you can uh, sip on your show beer and your cheese like a boss. And let me take the reins, baby. So we've been taught to avoid sodium because it's linked to high blood pressure and heart attacks and strokes. But get this, by reading the high blood pressure recommendations from the American Heart Association, the World Health Organization, and the Centers for Disease Control, yeah, we all know how fucking woke and bought in they are, there's a lot of studies that contradict the notion that reducing salt is the answer to your blood pressure problems. And in modern times... The salt fears mostly come from the research done by Lewis Dahl in the 70s. Remember, the 70s, what a great decade. It brought us 
you know, uh, high fructose corn syrup. Oh, oh, and oh, and the beautiful ads that they had saying sugar is great for you. Yeah, let's not forget about those. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, <clears throat> bullshit. It's complete bullshit. You know, one of his studies, rats who received the human equivalent of 500 grams of sodium a day develop high blood pressure. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Holy shit. Well, and and question is, how good was the salt? Was it, you know, yeah, anyway. Well, you know, that's the thing, too, is you have to take into consideration what was the quality of the salt that was being administered to them. Now, most humans get anywhere between 3.4 grams a day. So they were given more sodium than any normal human being would ever eat, ever. Not like that study was biased or anything. Where's that bullshit clip again, you know? What? Yeah, that works too. So, you know, there were also some observational studies that he did looking at blood pressure levels and salt intake in certain countries. And he found that countries with uh, high salt intake, like the miso-loving Japan, had higher blood pressure. So he just automatically assumed that it was from the salt. And another another group of researchers took a closer look at the connection and found, oh, surprise, surprise, it didn't hold up. Japan as a whole may have a high higher blood pressure, but they definitely consume a lot of salt. But those who ate the most salt didn't necessarily have high blood pressure. So that kind of, you know, took his theory and just shit all over it. Well, that wasn't the only study that debunked you motherfucker. I put pedal heads behind the mic here. I put my hand up because phone boy decides he's going to get another beer, right? I figure that's the universal sign for, hey, bro, get me a beer. This asshole hands me a bottle that's empty. Thanks, phone boy. Anyways, so lots of the Reese. Oh, I'm sorry. So one study that debunked his findings on salt and blood pressure took place decades after, after this. It was published in 1988 and found that there wasn't a connection between high blood pressure and sodium intake. Matter of fact, it was quite the opposite. Actually, people who ate the most salt had lower blood pressure than the rest. And some studies have shown that eating less salt only lowers blood pressure slightly. And in 2011, a study found that a low-sodium diet reduced blood pressure by an average of 1 to 4 millimeters of mercury, which is the measurement for blood pressure... It wasn't much. Not not really. And then in 2013, a study found that limiting dietary sodium reduced systolic blood pressure, which is the top number, by 2.42. And the diastolic, which is your bottom number, by only 1.0. So people with normal blood pressure levels... It it wasn't a significant change. Yeah, yeah, we call that rounding error, y'all. Right? Yeah. It's so, ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. I did get you a beer, by the way. He did. Yeah. He did. In, in fairness, he, he got me a reserve. Mm-hmm. So we're drinking the Dragon's Milk Reserve instead of the regular. Yeah, or I'm you re- got a regular. I got a regular. Oh, so we switched places. Yeah, we switched That's places. Phenomenal. That's how this works. So getting back to our topic, I love when he throws me off, you know. Well, you do the same to me. I, mean, I, I do. It's the fun we have, and that's why people listen to this show, because we don't take ourselves too seriously. No, we don't. So there's also evidence that restricting salt doesn't reduce the risk of heart attacks and strokes, and that the reason people are trying to get their blood pressure down in the first place. 
So one comprehensive review of randomized clinical trials conducted in 14 determined there wasn't enough evidence to confidently say that limiting salt reduced the risk of cardiovascular death in people with or without high blood pressure. And a 95 study published in the journal Hypertension found that men with high blood pressure who had low sodium levels in their urine had a higher risk of heart attacks. So I guess that kind of doesn't really mesh with what this doll guy was trying to say, you know what I'm saying? So in 2006, a study published in the American Journal of Medicine found that sodium intake of less than 2,300 milligrams, which is, by the way, the daily recommended allowance, was associated with a 37% increase in cardiovascular disease mortality and a 28% increase in all-cause mortality. So as you probably know, mortality is just a polite word of saying dying. You got to love it. So people who consume too little salt were more likely to die than other people. And other peer-reviewed journals have released similar results in 2000, 2004, 2006, and even way back in 1960. Makes you wonder what happened between like 1960 and 1980, arguably. That 10-year decade of the 70s yeah, the, that fucked things up diet, uh, diabetic, even goes back to you know. the, It even goes back to the 60s, I'd say. So, I mean, it yeah, really, but I mean, seriously, what the fuck, guys? What were you thinking and what were you doing? How, you know, how much money were you getting paid and how did you sleep at night? If any of you old bastards are still alive, putting out the lies that you did. It's so sick. Yeah. I mean, it does make me wonder why the dietary guidelines for Americans suggest that Americans limit their sodium intake to, uh, you know, 2,300 milligrams a day. Uh, Now, if you've been paying attention for the last few years during the COVID-19 forced scandemic, the answer to that should be pretty obvious. It seems like they're, you know, and, and, and by the way, when we do our, do our uh, Christmas show, yeah, it's, this is, it seems like yet another thing. Um, you know, it seems like another, uh, you know, another one of these uh, things that, uh, you know, they're, that they're trying to, that they're trying to do here. Uh, you know, I'm trying to let's see, I got, I got to actually hit the button here and see if I can see if I can actually make this uh, clip play. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, or I wish I had the JCD clip they're trying to fuck with us, but uh, that would be much better. We truly need to find that clip because that's one of my favorite clips. Yeah, I think I think I think I think I need to hit up Spencer for it. That's probably all. Because well, I, you know, I, you could probably also ask the largest troll in the troll room, Sir Bamrose, well, yeah, for that, it. I don't, he doesn't. He doesn't. He does not strike me as a clip collector the way that uh, the way that uh, some of the other podcasters are. Right. So have you tried? No, but uh, well, I, there you I, go. Yeah, well, we know he's listening because he's trolling us in the troll room. Hard so, yeah. trolling, hard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and if you want to troll us live uh, on uh, Saturdays at four p.m. Central Time, uh, you can go to Lotus Effect Chat, or you can go to uh, Zero Note IRC and and enter Pound Lotus Effect, and uh, you can uh, join this uh, crazy little crew uh, as we uh, you know, do our thing. You know, so that's um, right. So, given how salt's been used throughout history and that our ancestors probably ate way more than 2,300 milligrams a day, the Dietary Guidelines for Americans is recommending we limit ourselves to that much. And till the last century, the problems they say are caused by salt were simply not present. Now, industrial salt, or the salt they say should be avoided, doesn't contain a lot of the other minerals that are stripped away in the refining process. Yeah, and uh, I found a clip that explains uh, the difference between a refined and unrefined salt. So, here we go. The natural unrefined salt is extracted the same way as it was before 2,000 years. That is simply through letting the sun do the job, evaporating the excess water, 
leaving the salt untouched, preserving all its natural ingredients. But this is not the story with the refined salt, where it is treated with chemicals such as chlorine, sulfuric acid, and even a caustic soda, which they are using to remove potassium. Then water is evaporated using very high temperature and pressure, which result in changing the molecular construction of the salt, where only the sodium and chlorine are left. This is not the end of the story. The manufacturers of refined salt are adding an anti-caking agent such as aluminum silicate. Even bleaches they are adding. That should scare the hell out of you to hear that they're adding bleach to salt. Yeah, um, kind of reminds me of this. After washing and filtering the oil, they bleach it to lighten the color. Then use a steam injection heating process to remove the canola odor. The oil is now fully refined and ready for bottling. Yeah, when we yeah, we did our uh, episode on, uh, on canola oil. On canola oil called um, canola cake. Yeah, canola cake, I believe is what we called it. Um, and I'll have to figure out which episode it was because yeah, I don't remember. Uh, and we talked extensively extensively about the fact that not only should you not put seed oils in your body, but that is one of the worst because it literally was created as a industrial lubricant. Yeah, exactly. Let's see if let's see if I can actually. I'm trying to actually find our uh, our episode of. Uh, yeah, there we go. It's episode 35. I will put a link in the show notes. Wow, too. it was way back at 35. Yeah, I know. We're well. Wow, yeah. how far we've come. Yeah, that was uh, that was mid uh, that was uh, mid uh, mid uh, January. There we go. Or not January, uh, July. There we go. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, don't I think know. it was that far back. Not quite. Considering that far back. you know, January would have literally still been like maybe episode teen something. Yeah. With when we had started. Yeah, well, no, we were in, yeah, I think in the beginning we were, no, we we, we were still in the single digits. I'm like, wait a minute. No, that wouldn't have even been the teens. That would have been single digits still. <laughs> that would have, it would have been single digits. So. But yeah, I mean, think about it. You know, what kind of minerals are being stripped away? Yeah. And based on the mineral analysis posted by Redmond Real Salt, their salt contains trace amounts of calcium, magnesium, potassium, and more than 60 other minerals. And I imagine it's similar for other unrefined salts that are out there, although the exact mix will vary depending on where the salt's mined from. Now, remember, the Redmond Real Salt is from Utah, where we have the U- the Bonneville Salt Flats, as a matter of fact. So Utah is full of salt. Yeah. Um, and Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, there's uh, lots of places. Yeah. I mean, there's, salt is produced all around the world, I guess. Um, but uh, um, yeah, and it, it's... Um, you know, one of the minerals they strip away from this refining process is actually an essential nutrient, meaning the body needs it but can't make it on its own. It's considered so necessary that they now that they've been adding it to salt for, I don't know, uh, more than a hundred years now, um, and that would be iodine. Um, so there was a there was a deficiency in iodine. A deficiency in iodine may result in metabolic problems such as goiter, sometimes in an endemic goiter, as well as a congenital iodine deficiency syndrome due to unrelated congenital hypo, hypothyroidism, which results in developmental delays and other health problems. It can also lead to intellectual disability. Which, which now used, we know what the problem is, Sir Bemrose. You need to eat more salt. Yeah, it's otherwise known as mental retardation. Like I said, yeah. Sir Bemrose, but that, but that ex- more explains, iodine salt. Yeah, but that explains all the soy boys and all the other, you know, the, all the people that, you know, I mean, it, it makes you wonder, like, 
all these different changes that they're trying to make to the to the to the dietary guidelines and the you know the food system and all this other stuff it makes you wonder kind of what the, you know what their real game is you know what i mean we, i would i kind of wish i had pulled this clip that somebody had posted into agenda social the, web, the world economic forum some douchebag from that or no it's, it's like somebody from pfizer said yeah our goal is to reduce the world population by 50 percent in 2023 yeah with all the stuff they're doing yeah that doesn't seem to surprise me um but um yeah um you know, but during World War One, the U.S. military figured out that men from the Midwest were iodide deficient and, and would cause them to have enlarged thyroid glands and, and it would make them unfit for service. Um, the very smart people, and I'm going to put that in quotes because that's what the, um, the uh, you know, it, it, um, the, the anointed ones is, uh, is um, <laughs> I forget, I forget who, I forget who were first. Um, the, yeah, the, um, yeah, the guy that does, um, try to, I'm trying to remember there's one, there's one of the, uh, like a comedian that, uh, you know, that, 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 not a comedian, but uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, the, 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 there's the guy that did uh, the Fathead movies. Um, and whose name I think Tom Nodden I think is the guy's name I have to look it up uh, I would have never come up with that yeah uh, no but I, I know who, I, yeah I know I gotta I've gotta actually look it up um, well here's the thing you can get iodine from eating foods like fish eggs seafood cow's milk onion garlic pineapple or artichokes but you know instead of eating all those things yeah they just decided that they'd add it to the table salt in the form of potassium iodine and the problem is they need to add one other ingredient to ensure that it the salt doesn't turn yellow. You know what that ingredient is? Dun dun dun. Dextrose, y'all. Fucking sugar. Yeah, yeah I was in uh, your salt. Yeah, no kidding. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and I was right. It's Tom Naughton as the guy. Yeah, okay, good, yeah. good on you, yeah. sir. Tom. So Norton. I was. Yeah. So um, yeah, another problem with with it, the iodine they do add is it really isn't all that bioavailable. Meaning your body can't really make use of it so according so to the question is why the hell do you get salt with iodine in it if your body's not able to use it well not only that but the but the, but you know and i and i had also read some stuff that the, that the iodine they put on there it actually causes the salt to go bad right after a few years it it, it evaporates actually and so it doesn't actually That's do any good so um but uh, according to dr david brownstein a certified a board certified family physician and expert in thyroid disease he he thinks that the table salt is at best ten percent of bioavailability. Uh, you know when they add iodine to it, they, he 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 says that they're at best it's ten percent bioavailability. That we, to me doesn't seem yeah. like a fair risk yeah. because if you okay, let's just be fair. Let's talk about iodine for a second. Let's rabbit hole down that. Okay, iodine may be an essential nutrient, but too much of it can actually be harmful to you. Yeah, it, exactly. Well, that's you know, it's, too much of anything can be. You know, can be bad for you in fact um so so why uh, use this iodized table salt when you can just use redmond real salt again or, we're not shilling yeah. but, but well, any or, other or. unrefined salt that's not all fucked up with chemicals again the clip we talked about where they're bleaching the salt that should scare you yeah you I, should never consume bleach yeah well exactly i mean what i mean i gotta write down bleaching the salt because that's that's a that's a good one all right so um yeah. So, meanwhile, if you if you actually eat iodine that naturally occurs in foods, it's it's more like more than not, you know, more likely than not, one hundred percent bioavailable or very close to it. So. Exactly. So your body is using it more efficiently yeah. than the stuff that's in the table salt. Yeah. Now, so that that makes that raises some questions, right? So, um, 
So the official narrative is actually pretty mixed, right? On one hand, you know, the mainstream sources say, oh, salt's essential. But then on the other hand, you're being told to limit it to 2,300 milligrams. Um, so which is it, right? Now, if we're, if we're talking about refined iodized Gee, what a salt- surprise. The government talking in circles and you never getting a straight answer. Hmm, sounds familiar. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Of course, if we're talking about refined iodized table salt and pretty much any and, and any salt that you'd find in conventionally, uh, you know, or, you know, modern food, yeah, I'd pretty much agree with that assessment. And, and now, because it doesn't mean that salt itself is bad. Because now we talk about salt, you know, we're not just talking about um, you know, bleaching the salt, bleaching the salt. Somebody clipped that. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So yeah, I got. I'm gonna have to write. Sorry, that. that was inspired by Emily in the chat. She said bleach in the salt to the tune of breaking the law. I love that. <laughs> okay. So I might take. I might. But take that works. Clip. I mean, that really works. I might take. Yeah. So I agree. Um, so, um, so yeah. Which is it, right? So now, if we're talking about yeah, again, we're talking about the iodized. We're talking about iodized table salt or the stuff that, that appears in industrial food. Yeah, you you might probably worth limiting it. Uh, no, but really, what really opened my eyes to how important salt was was discovering Dr. James uh, uh, Di Nicola Cantonio, and I'm just going to call him Dr. James because I think that's because yeah, trying to pronounce his last name is yeah, that's a quite he, a mouthful. Yeah. He's he's now he's a cardiovascular research scientist and the author of the book of the Salt Fix: Why Experts Got It All Wrong. And now how, wait a minute, I want you to say that again what is he he's a cardiovascular research scientist so wouldn't you think that considering salt is supposed to be such a big contributor to heart disease that a man such as this would maybe know what the hell he's talking about hmm yeah, possibly uh, oh wait a minute i got i got i got i got um, i somehow spilled beer over here i have no idea oh my goodness are you holy shit did you yeah i did can, can you can uh, you talk yeah, for I'm, a second? I'm just gonna vamp for a second because y'all uh phone boy just fucked up some serious shit and if he don't sop it up yeah that's close to the electronics so nonetheless okay so this dr james guy he said that you should watch out and if you need to consume more salt Okay, so if you have these problems, it could be because you're not consuming enough salt. So cold extremities, dark urine, less skin elasticity. Now, the way you test this, now I've done this, and honestly, this makes a lot of sense because as a medical professional, I can tell you that one sign of dehydration is called tenting of the skin. So take your hand and pinch the skin on the top of your hand and kind of pull up a little bit and let go. If your skin does not immediately elasticity back to normal, you may be dehydrated. And it could mean that because you do, you know, salt intake does increase the, um, what do you call it? The retention of water, which dehydration is a lack of having enough fluid in your body. So if your skin is tenting and you're not really, really old and possibly dehydrated, maybe it's because you need more salt intake. But you have less salt in your urine compared to what you're taking in. You have a, a lower urine output. So, you know, they talk about, you know, input output. If you're drinking a glass of water, let's just say an eight ounce glass of water, and you're not roughly an hour later peeing out an eight ounce glass of water, yeah, you're dehydrated. And you may need to increase your salt intake. Now, if you have dry armpits and dry tongue, there's more going on there than needing more salt, but it is one sign and symptom of the fact you probably are not consuming enough. If you have a slow capillary refill, now you can test that by taking like your index finger and pressing on your nail bed. And if the color doesn't return within two seconds, you're probably not having enough salt. 
If you have postural tachycardia, which means a rapid heart rate, dizziness, or hypotension, which means low blood pressure, yeah, you're probably not eating enough salt. If you're having salt cravings, now I know as a woman, when it comes to that time of the month, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we've all been there. Okay, let's just talk real here. Yeah, there's been times when I've been craving salt. And of course, usually I'm craving pickles if I'm craving salt. And get a big dill pickle and munch that thing down. Yeah, you're good. Now, this is interesting because this is more severe. If you lose consciousness because your blood pressure is too low, I I think you need to eat more salt. But there's probably something else going on there. Not a lot of people have low bro- blood pressure to the point where they lose consciousness if it's just because they're not eating enough salt. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I remember my uh, my my uh, yeah my ex father in law who passed away a couple of years ago. He, yeah, uh, he always had low blood pressure. He made my guess is he probably and and he was uh you know he was a uh, he was in the air force and so yeah probably had to eat the military diet and so probably didn't eat a lot. Well, of salt. Have you ever had an MRE phone boy? Uh, yeah, I have, and they're terrible. They are. I, I actually had one because back in high school, the National Guard came into our school and gave us the opportunity to do a day in the National Guard. And I took up that opportunity before I realized what shit our government is. And it was a really cool experience. Don't get me wrong. It was part of the reason that I fell in love with weapons because I actually got to experience live firing ranges. We didn't get to experience the 45 range, which I was kind of disappointed because I love a 45, especially a Kimber 45. Yeah, that touches me. But anyway... Yeah, MREs are kind of nasty, I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, it'll it'll make a turd. It'll it'll produce a food baby, but ultimately, flavor-wise, yeah, not really. Yeah. So um, the other thing, if you are having a lot of thirst and you're not a diabetic, yeah, you might need to just drink some more or drink some more. Listen to me. You may yeah, I need to drink more. Yeah. You may need to consume some more salt, quite honestly. Yeah. And this is what got me. So get this pedalhead, you're going to love this, right? If you crave sugar, if you're always tired, or if you consume a lot of caffeine, or if you exercise vigorously, yeah, you might need to uh, salt yourself ultimately. And that's quite interesting because when you think about the fact, a lot of us crave sugar. I never thought that craving sugar could be a sign that I needed to consume more salt. Yeah, and uh, yeah, given your, uh, well, yeah, I mean, maybe given some of your body temperature issues, maybe having some extra salt on board probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah, well, I've also said the fact that my body temperature issues come a lot from the fact I was four pounds, two ounces at birth. I was a teeny tiny little top. Yes, you were a premium. Boy, have I made up for it. Yeah. Um, so how much salt do you really need? Well, and, and, and I mean, real unrefined salt. I don't mean the, the stuff that, you know, the, the, you know, Morton salt or whatever, the, the stuff that's been refined six ways from Sunday. Um, and it can vary from person to person. So the number one rule is always going to be listen to your body, whatever it is. Now, um, exactly. Yeah. Your body definitely is going to tell you what it needs. You just have to be in tune enough to listen. Yeah. So, um, so Dr. James's research shows that the optimum salt intake to be around three to five, um, a thousand milligrams of sodium per day for most people on days you don't work out. Now, if you work out, yeah, you might need between five and 7,000 milligrams of, of, of sodium, depending upon how hard you're working out and how much you're sweating. And that's why yeah. Gatorade, which subsequently was created, that's why it's called Gatorade. It was actually developed at the University of Florida. Did you know that? I, I knew that. Yes. No, aren't you fucking special? Yeah. But maybe our pedal heads didn't. But ultimately, that makes a lot of sense as to why Gatorade has so much sodium in it. Because you're literally trying to replenish the sodium in your body from the vigorous workout that you are, you know, undertaking. Yeah. Um, I hate the taste of it. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's also got a lot of sugar in it. I mean, if it's... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But then again, nowadays, what doesn't? 
Yeah, and, and yeah, it does have electrolytes too. Now, remind you, yeah. okay, these recommendations aren't for people who have hyperallergosterone. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, hyper... Uh, Aldosterone? Yeah, that, that's what it said. I don't know. Um, we it, probably should have looked that up before the show, but if you have Cushing's disease or little L-I-D-D-L-E syndrome, yeah, these are conditions that cause people to retain too much salt. And you might want to talk to your doctor before you change your salt intake against medical advice. Now, mind you, for Phoenix to actually say, listen to your doctor, it's got to be pretty serious because I don't fucking trust doctors. I think most of them are just paid drug dealers and they're yeah, bought, well, in and yeah, bought and a- paid for by Big Pharma. Yeah, well, given, uh, yeah, I don't know, that that's a whole other discussion we're going to have in a, on another show, I think. Uh, we usually do, and yeah. like I said, Pedalheads, the Christmas show, really informative, not to be missed. Yeah, exactly. We, we've got a lot of stuff, um, you know. Um, yeah, we, we uh, yeah. So, like I said, we're actually doing uh, the next two weeks. We're assuming, and, and Sir Bemrose can can confirm that we're probably going to be doing the New Year's show too. But uh, for we are doing uh, so, we're actually doing four shows uh, after this in the next two weeks. So we're doing our normal shows on the twenty fourth and the thirty first, which are which are uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. We're doing that's those. right. And uh, but we are also uh, we're know, doing Christmas Day because we're nuts and we have nothing better to do. And uh, we're also doing New Year's Day. It was, was kind of fun. Last year, well, we're is- tentatively doing New Year's Day yeah. as long as no one else wants that slot. Yeah. We're kind of hoping that they don't because I think it'd be kind of fun to do New Year's and Christmas and, and yeah. you know, yeah. all yeah. that good jazz in addition yeah. to it being our normal Christmas Eve yeah. and New Year's Eve show. Yeah, the other, of course, uh, the, the other side of that is we're actually so, um, this is uh, so on the, the, yeah, I guess in what is it, three Saturdays from now? Uh, More or less. Yeah. Um, Basically yeah. the eighth. Yeah, the eighth. Is uh, it the seventh or the eighth? The seventh. Or the so okay. th- that, would be the, that would be that Saturday. So we are going back. We're actually, that was something else I guess I should have put in the, um, in the, uh, in the Toast and Jam segment. So um, when we first met in person. That's right. Um, we stayed at a, ca- at, at a cottage. At a cottage in Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens to be um, how far is it away from us now? It's, what is it? What, what, which? Where we are now? It's a pro- probably like eighty, Actually, ninety miles. Yeah. No, it's even not that far. Yeah, it's not that far. I mean, it's, it's almost because it, it's because it's past Cookville. I know that, right? Right. It's, yeah. So it's well, uh, it's I'll, like forty. It's like I'll 40, tell you what. Yeah. I'll do. Actually, it's yeah. It's yeah. It's like forty. Yeah. It's like forty miles. Past ninety Cookville. something miles. Yeah. Because it's here, like yeah. two, I think the exit it's like, is it's like, like it's like two forty two thirty eight, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like where that. we are, yeah, it's it's almost a hundred miles to the exit, and then you've got a couple miles off yeah. the interstate. But irrelevant to the fact, there's this gorgeous cottage that we got. It's an Airbnb, and Phone Boy rented it because we wanted to be able to spend time one on one and get to know each other without any distractions, any anything. And we brought the cat along because as I've said before, I told him, you know, I'm nuts about you, but if my cat doesn't like you, it's a deal breaker. And of course, as we both know, <laughs> as we all know, it apparently worked out and the cat liked him because uh, here we are spitting in the mic in our own place. And uh, our furry co-host is over on the bed here in the studio doing his job of being just a cat. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that will be one of the set. It'll be yeah, and, and it, it actually kind of sort of corresponds to uh, some um, the the day you know, the, during the time where we basically committed insurrections on our lives. More you than me. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Like this, literally, the universe has a hell of a sense of humor because the universe went, oh, we're going to make it where with your work schedule and Phoenix's school schedule. Because by the way, pedalheads, in exactly one month. Your girl starts her school yeah. classes for her degree. So cross fingers, send karma because Phoenix really wants to be better than she is today. Yeah. And well, you, you were, yeah. And as long as you uh, are pointed in that direction, uh, you know, that's a good thing. And I guess, uh, you know, I guess I should probably uh, play the karma clip. You've got karma. We need... We need either the R two D two or the goat scream because I like those. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I have. I'm I've, sure you do. Yeah, I'm sure I do. But you're asking for but, more karma after you were granted for. <laughs> no, you know. I'm saying future, future. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's well, you know, and of course there's also there's also this variant which I've got to play because I because I have it. Um, why is this okay? I said that one. Why? Why are you okay? There we go. Anarchy! 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 You've got. <laughs> Karma. Yeah, I've got that too. That's kind of cool. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Well, I made that clip when he did. I heard it. I'm like, I'm making a clip of that shit. Oh, hell yeah. But irrelevant to the fact. Yeah. So we we spent a wonderful long weekend in this cottage. We had a great time. It's a beautiful environment. We would run and we would walk and we would just enjoy. Matter of fact, you have a picture that you use for work. Of the mailbox that has a 33 on it. Well, I'm not using it now. I'm, I'm actually still I'm still using it a few places, but yeah, it's a okay. But well, yeah, there, we, there's a photo that Funboy took mm-hmm. with a mailbox with a 33 on it because 33 is the magic number. Yeah, it, it happened to be very re- relatively close to where we were staying, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. And also, there's a tree that has a per- the way it grew. It has a perfect V where you can sit in it. And we're gonna. He hadn't commented when we were there last time that. Someday, you know, maybe we should take a picture sitting in the V of that tree. And so we're going to do that and we're going to post it. But ultimately what's going on is we are not going to be on the Saturday after New Year's Day. We are taking a week to be just Fonboy and Phoenix behind the mic, behind the scenes. Yeah, and it's it's nice, and we and, and actually, I think I, I actually had contacted the the so when uh, I had I booked it because it was it booked at the same place, right? And and you know, and I'd said, hey, we're you know, we're, you know, we're great to be back, you're great to come back, and they're like, yeah, I thought I recognized your name, and I and I, and I said, and hey. I, I have to say, and yeah. and we will probably post this in the chat, yeah. or not in the chat, in the show notes or something. There's actually a picture of the chalkboard as soon as you open the door there's a chalkboard that says welcome and you know they put you know whoever's name and they had phone boys you know real name plus guest on that chalkboard and i told phone boy that i hope someday that when we go back to that cabin that or excuse me that cottage you realize i'm going to post it to the chat I, i do i do and that's fine but i told him i can't wait for the day because we all know where this is going. I can't wait for the day that we can go back to that cottage and that chalkboard reads, welcome Mr. and Mrs. Phone Boy's last name. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. 
So yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's and it's it was a nice cabin and, and yeah we're or, you know cottage yeah and we're yeah this time uh, I won't be yeah we'll, we'll you know we'll bring stuff with us we know what we you know we we, we have the ability yeah we we have the yeah. we, oh that reminds us yeah. yeah you have to email the person and ask that question about the wood but anyway yeah. yeah or the stove but anyway it was just it's such a beautiful place and yeah. I'm so excited for us to be going back now we talked about the fact that the 21st of December is the day you all have heard it you pedal heads have heard it that we acknowledge the 21st as the day when we realized that uh, there was something more than just two people who enjoyed having a conversation on air off air etc and i was conversating with phone boy about the fact that i think it would be appropriate for our anniversary to actually be marked by the day we met physically face-to-face one-on-one so we've actually changed our official anniversary however we do recognize the 21st of december which is the winter solstice is very significant but we do recognize that as our sort of kind of an anniversary if you will yeah so i can say that we are still going to do something on the 21st just you know behind the mic and and small to recognize that that was the day that literally I believe changed both of our lives ultimately because where we are now almost a solid calendar year later we're having a great time we're happy we're healthy we're full of love and abundance and we have all of you pedal heads to share it with so thank you all for tuning in to our shit show we have a great time doing it yeah, and uh, that we yeah seriously like yeah I mean this has been quite a year of you know what what's happened if I think about where I was at this time uh, last year um, I was pretty miserable I mean there's no question but uh, um, we started we had started doing this podcast and things were you know um, you know we were, I think at that point we were probably talking roughly every you know we we're, we're talking pretty regularly at that point. Um, but uh, it was uh, that's something else. Uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting because, you know, I'm sure that our pedal heads have heard the origin story and anyone like Sir Bemrose who's kind of been there from the beginning. I mean, of, of all the troll of trolls, Sir Bemrose has kind of been there from the beginning when we started this show. And I can even remember listening to some of our first episodes that we did and behind the mic saying that, you know, geez, you know, I'd love to go, you know, live after no agenda, you know, that'd be the ultimate. And I remember you saying, well, you know, we, we got to get a few episodes under our belt first. You know, you got to probably have like four or five episodes before Bemrose will even let you do it. And then I literally think it was probably what, three episodes. And we had gotten Dame Bemrose's attention hardcore. Yeah. We even have a clip of her doing you are my podcast. Uh, uh, you realize I'm now going to have to find a uh... Find that clip yeah, because I mean, I, we didn't play it for our anniversary show and we damn well should have because Dame Bemrose gave us one of the best yeah, clips all right, of I, I, life. I, all right, so give me, so give me a second here because I, I Well, actually, I'm going to vamp till you find it, you silly I, I, I've, I've got it. I just need to play it. Oh, yeah. You are my podcast, my only podcast. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. So if you fucking take my podcast away, I'm going to shove my foot so far up your ass, you'll be sucking my toes come next summer. Yeah. And uh, now Dame Bemrose is the voice of the universe, and we hope that we are still making her proud, and we hope that we are still her podcast, her only podcast, (laughs) and we don't have any intention to take her podcast away, because we're having a great time, and 
we thank and love Sir Vemrose and all of you pedalheads for the value that you contribute in trolling us, in listening, and putting up with our shenanigans. Yeah, no kidding. We we we've got we've got some. Uh, I, I've got a couple. Of, I've got some. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, you know, I got. I got to play this. This is. This is. This is not. Uh, you know. Arr, shiver me timbers. And boost me, bitch. Yeah, so... Wait, mofo! You've had this all that time and you haven't hit me with that? We've been using Adam's boost me, bitch, when we have a Sir Bamrose original? Oh! <gasps> For shame, uh, I know. Well, well, I didn't realize I had it either. I'm like, oh, I gotta play this. I, I don't remember. Oh, that is so the new boost drop. So, so saith the phoenix. Yes. I, and I can assure you that Dame Bemrose is fucking Dame awesome. Dame Bemrose is fucking awesome. That's why we call her the voice of the universe. Yeah. Having hung out with that woman and her crazy husband for an entire night. And yeah, top notch people. How did we get, how did I get a, how did I get a Windows sound? I heard that too. What I, the hell was I that? I don't know where that came from. I mean, that's... <laughs> Random Windows. I blame Sir Bemrose because he had something to do with Windows. It's all your fault, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, so let me just make sure that there's no other... Um, there was no other things. I think we may... Oh, you know what? That might have came from. I'm trying to think. I have no idea. You're the tech dude. Yeah, I don't know what it came, I, I have no idea what it came from, but I do know that we're. There's only one way to end this shit. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, let's uh, find the let, let let's let's figure out. I mean, I got. I mean, seriously, like I'm so fucking over this. Yeah, so we got to you know yeah, we got to end this. So how do we end this? Jordan fades back, swoosh, and that's the game. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, and fuck you. I'm out. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.